So hi, well, the Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... Daniel and Brian from the home team. And we're going to ask some questions today about their upcoming album, Slow Bloom. So congrats on that, by the way, guys. How do you feel about the response to it so far, the announcement? Fantastic. Uh, the response has been overwhelmingly positive, um, except for some boomers on TikTok. <laughs> uh, but of course. But aside from that, uh, it has been nothing but like praise and happiness and people are psyched for us and we're psyched and we couldn't be more grateful hey give me more haters because haters i mean <laughs> haters just they just make activity and yeah. more people mm-hmm. see it not enough hate not we need more exactly okay. more hate but but like one complaint i have about the response to this new album it's that we don't have enough haters okay exactly. all right yeah well, you need that interaction i'll start making some uh, alt accounts and trash on it. Oh god, I've heard the record. It fucking sucks. Sucks um, so bad. What What are some of the highlights that these boomers that somehow found their way onto TikTok? Do you guys have any that are like actually like super hilarious? Oh, I do. It keeps me up. Uh, it is. It's funny. It's not about me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but it hurts my honor that they're attacking my friend like this. Uh, the one that I, I don't give a shit. The one that I think I've seen. Brian knows exactly where it is. The one that I I see the most is uh pickup truck camo hat sunglass guys uh saying what the fuck is with all this auto tune in rock and metal it doesn't take any talent to talk into a mic uh and the part they're referring to is a run in right through me like a a vocal run Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. is and they just don't understand that that's not auto-tune that's what you that's what brian does with his voice mm-hmm. uh, although there is obviously there's there's, there's a pitch <laughs> correction in all music that's just mm-hmm. part of the recording process but like i was gonna say it's both <laughs> it's, it's auto-tune and it's my actual singing exactly wow, wow. Love that's to see insane it. Yeah, that's kind of a flex though that they thought it was just like pure auto-tune fair enough yeah yeah exactly it's like thank you very much for thinking that this is auto tune. exactly yeah. yeah that's actually just me but you know like thanks yeah. though it means a lot it's good uh, the the other one um we made the mistake of commenting okay i think it's a mistake we don't all feel mm-hmm. this way uh we I'll commented we commented <laughs> on a uh on an official potus uh post idea pretty aggressively with our with our stance on uh our very pro-vax stance and Mm -hmm. uh man we got fucking lit up by some (laughs) anti-vaxxers dude once again more exactly more of that yeah Uh, daniel does not want that because it wears away at his the the hate the uh, that is there's nothing positive that came out of that. No constructive criticism, just mm-hmm. just pure attacks on our character. Hey, though, mm-hmm. it got more likes than it did bad comments, though. So. There you go. <laughs> That's true. Those likes could have been people who clicked on our profile and looked at our thing. Mm-hmm. That's true. But mm-hmm. as the person who reads those things, it uh, it hurt me in my soul. I read okay. them, too, but it, it fueled my soul. I have exactly, to, I have yeah. Skin, I guess. <laughs> it's completely oh, valid. Wow. Okay, well, hope you guys get more interaction. I hope it's more positive rather than negative, but, you know, whatever fuels your fire, I guess. It has been overwhelmingly positive. I, I hope Good. that the, the trucker dudes in camo hats and the sunglasses, sunglasses come out to those shows that you guys are playing later on this month mm-hmm. and oh, you uh, wave to yeah. them from the stage. Exactly, They're, yeah. they're not going to be let in because uh, all the shows are uh, vax-hard mandatory. You got a point. You got a point, yeah. 
<laughs> oh man, they can Amazing. stand outside with their pitchforks. Yep. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. uh, so, is there any meaning behind the album name or cover art? Yeah, tons of it. Um, the album name was actually thought of by our guitarist, and oh. the song name came first. Mm-hmm. Um, and he realized that that was just a perfect sum up of what we were going through for the album. And that song was actually the last one we wrote for the album. So it was kind of perfect um, oh, wow. that we ended up naming the album after that one. And it, yeah, so it it's talking about how long it took us to get to this point as far as our sound goes. Mm-hmm. We, for the longest time, were making music that we thought other people would like because we all come from metal bands and we, we like certain types of music that we don't make. We make... Uh, mm-hmm. Well, at least in 2018, we made like pop punk music. Yeah. None of us really listen to a lot of pop punk, anyways. Like, uh, I listen to a ton of R and B and pop. John listens to fucking death metal and R and B and pop. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so we decided that we wanted to start making music that, like, obviously we like better off. We we like we we really uh, we are proud of that album, but mm-hmm. we decided to make music that was a little more tailored towards our interests in music. And mm-hmm. it took us a while to get to that point. But as soon as we hit it, we knew we were like, this is what we're doing from now on because this yeah. is so much more original. Um, it is so much more indicative of who we are as musicians. Mm-hmm. And it took us six years to get here. Oh. So I, if that's not slow, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. What it is. Better um, late than never, you know? Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the album art, uh, mm-hmm. that figure uh, is supposed to, it's it's supposed to represent all the un- uncertainty, grief, and insecurity that comes with like following your passion, uh, mm-hmm. especially when there's no monetary gain for a long time and there's yeah. no real stability. Like you could either, obviously go get a, like a normal job and have uh, you know health insurance and all that stuff but yeah uh in order to do what we're doing right now we kind of came to the realization that we lately have been working just as hard as any other band that's really big the only Mm -hmm. difference is we're not getting paid for it (laughs) (laughs) soon soon Soon. good the goal is that one day we can start to pay ourselves out at the moment the band is you know it's self-sufficient like it pays for itself which mm-hmm. is really nice. Like we no longer have to start keep dumping money into it, mm-hmm. but uh, not not quite enough to uh, give us a paycheck. <laughs> well, I mean, if it's self sufficient, it's only a matter of time until it's making paychecks as well. Exactly. So. Yeah. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. <laughs> so close. Uh, so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for this album? Yeah, this one was definitely. Do you want to talk? I just said that one. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. On Better Off, we wrote pretty much every song together in a room. So, so mm-hmm. like three or four or five of us in a room, someone comes up with a riff, we jam it out, we kind of build the song structure that way. Um, with this record, we wrote pretty much the entire thing um, during quarantine. Mm. Uh, it just happened to be that Brian and I live together and uh, our guitarist John lives like 10 minutes away. So we were still able to get together, but like we weren't going to our practice spot, which is at my parents' house. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we like we weren't going over there. So we pretty much wrote the entire thing just like with programmed drums on a computer and uh, the three of us like sitting together. Um, one of the big differences between Better Off and Slow Bloom um, is that with Better Off, someone would write a riff 
and then mm-hmm. bring it to the band, but they'd have like an idea about how, where they wanted the song to go. So it would be like, you know, three songs were written by one guitarist, four songs were written by another guitarist, kind of like mm-hmm. that. Um, and if you, if we told you who wrote which ones, they're pretty obvious, which two sound the same and which, you know, three sound the same. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but there was a pretty big difference between the different groups of songs. So mm-hmm. we didn't feel like it was a super cohesive sound. Um, with Slow Bloom, we definitely like found our stride in the writing process. Uh, John, our guitarist, typically will come up with the idea for like the, the riffs that we start with. Um, mm-hmm. Then he'll send me a rough outline of like verse, chorus, bridge, etc. Um, I'll program drums just like on my computer and kind of help restructure and reorganize the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, then basically that sits in a Google Drive folder for Brian to get to. Uh, mm-hmm. and pick out the songs he likes, um, help kind of further the the songwriting a little bit, and then write vocals over it. Okay. Um, so we still have a folder with like four or five songs from the last record that just didn't strike the inspiration. So they're yeah. sitting there to be reworked for the future. Actually, that's not necessarily true. I actually just didn't get to them by the time we were recording. <laughs> like I, okay, fair. I, I'm sure that there is some good stuff that can come of those songs. They will probably be on the next album, but. Um, okay. We just, I mean, we had so much material and we were like, it's time to record. We got to go record. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's fair. Uh, so I want you two to tell us your favorite lyrics off of this record and the meaning behind it. One lyric for each of you. Hmm. So last time we were in an interview, I mm-hmm. said, I can't really pick one, but the first one that came to mind was. And when it counts, don't let it pass. Make that shit last from Slow Bloom. Mm. Um, I do really like that lyric a lot. Um, but I kind of want to say a different one this time. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Uh, but that means I got to think. Do you have one? Uh, mine is uh, try and stop me now. I'm fucking on one. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, Perfect. That, that is my favorite lyric. Uh, I think it is uh there's mul- there could be mul- there's a meaning to it in reference to the song but it can apply to so many other things and mm-hmm. people can interpret that into their own lives however they want mm-hmm. and it's uh it's aggressive <laughs> and it's it sticks in your head mm-hmm. i remember when i wrote that too i was on an elliptical oh <laughs> i'm not making that up i was literally on an elliptical when i wrote that <laughs> wow like writing on an elliptical no, like, not like physical. Like, oh, okay. But I, I'll sit on my phone on the elliptical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I was listening to the demo, mm-hmm. and it just something sparked. Wow. Fair enough. Right. I'm fast. I'm Actually, fast. <laughs> uh, there is a meaning. Try to stop me now. I'm fucking on one. The one is actually an elliptical. I was on an elliptical. <laughs> <laughs> You're going so fast. Try to stop me now. I'm on an elliptical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Okay, I'm probably just going to say the second verse of Another Night Alone with you, the whole fucking thing. Okay. I think okay. I, I just love the way that those um, those words, cadence, and the how I organize them. I was really, really stoked. And that song, that's like one of the oldest songs um, from the writing process, because I wrote that pretty much by myself um, before we hit our like stride mm-hmm. of... Um, of the new sound we still thought it fit really well so we included it on the album obviously and it's a single um, yeah but there's a lot of parts of that song that i'm really really proud of that um i think a lot of people are going to skip 
unfortunately, but it's a slow song, so I get it. Okay. <laughs> right. Don't skip the slow song. <laughs> you're either in the mood for it or you're not. It's yeah. That's fair. Uh, so how'd the track list for the album come about? Did you guys write the opener be the opener, closer be the closer, or did you just kind of shuffle around and say, that's good? Oh, opener is the first song. So first song is Move It or Lose It. Um, that is the first one we wrote where we oh. were like, this is our new sound. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not It's not the It's not the oldest like that we wrote on the album. I think there was like there was scary, scary movies we wrote beforehand, before that. but that that was like somewhere in between the yeah. sounds. Um, Move It or Lose It was the first one where we were like, we should start doing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we figured what a, what better song to start the album off. And I just like how no bullshit the intro is. It's just, boom, and it starts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, the closer is the closer for a reason uh, there is a guest guitar solo on the closer uh it's got the heaviest thing that we've ever put out as a band and the biggest uh, mm-hmm. and not not in like a chugga chugga breakdown it's way it's not like a break it's chugga it's, chugga like that's not it's just it's not what we're it's doing it's just big like yeah. you know like you know the sound that right through me's chorus for example mm-hmm. has like it's just it's big it's yeah. big yeah uh and, and it's dark it's funny that that's actually the only song that we haven't shown to our our patreon um mm. we like we've been like leaking the songs and showing them to them one by one um and that's the only one where we're like we want everybody to hear I this want... at the for like on their own for the first time and be surprised all at once that because, song is the yeah. wildest fucking thing we've uh, ever done dude <laughs> there it's a uh, it's some shit yeah it's You'll called see. it's called danger yeah mm-hmm. I literally had just finished listening to that before we let you guys in. It is very big. It is very good. Oh, you you heard the oh, album? Yeah, we, yes. we yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, word. Yeah. Right. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty nuts, right? Uh, <laughs> story about the name of that song. So when John was uh, was writing out like when he was t- when he's titles the demos, mm-hmm. um, he usually picks a theme. Uh, so he was picking bounty hunters from Star Wars. Uh, and this that song was called Dengar, mm-hmm. and I don't know how we can't we just switched it up and said oh, okay it's called Danger. Honestly, I kept misreading it as Danger, and then I I realized holy shit that's actually not only a great name just for a song, but also yeah. it really ties into the name the the what the song is about. So yeah, um, fit perfectly. Yeah, so Dengar became Danger. I think there were a couple. There was Talon Nord, which was FOMO. Uh, oh that song's not uh if you ordered a vinyl you will you will have an extra song there's an extra that i also songs just listened to oh. that are not on, <laughs> that are not gonna be on spotify for yeah. reasons we are not can't allowed talk about yet. to divulge but we will eventually we will find out okay we you guys are like the first people we're telling us we will make a post saying like hey a lot of people on apple music probably saw that there was a song it laid in the album that's no longer on there everybody will hear it It'll be fine. We'll probably even do a music video for it if we're if we're mm-hmm. gonna put it out later. Mm-hmm. Um, but that song was called Callow Nord at the beginning. That's mm-hmm. a bounty hunter. Uh, Bosk didn't get used. Bosk is one of the demos that's still sitting in there. Boba Fett was on. Ah, yeah, which is awesome. Uh, oh, what's another one? IG88 was Slow Bloom. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, <laughs> Star Wars nerds. Star there you Wars go. nerds. So do you guys do that for like every album where you just kind of choose a theme and you just like name all the demos off of like something related to that? John did that because he, I mean, 
we didn't have it for the first few songs. For mm-hmm. example, Right Through Me was originally called Move It or Lose It. And okay. when I realized I wanted to use the lyrics Move It or Lose It in what move in the actual Move It or Lose It, which was called, oh, it was called something else, but changed it to that. Then John was like, hey, we need a demo title for, you know, what was Move It or Lose It. Mm-hmm. Um, what should we call it? And I was like, I don't know, man. I was, and I looked down on my feet and I was wearing socks and slides. So we called it Socks and Slides. <laughs> and that was the title. Okay. Up until like two months before the album was done. You should have kept it. You should have kept it. I came in. I was the suit. I was like, man, as much as funny as I think that is, I feel. Or was it Aaron that said? Aaron said this. Our our uh, our engineer. We were asking him about like you know what he thought about the name, and he said, Mm -hmm. "Man, I got to be honest. If I'd never heard you guys, and I saw the home team socks and slides, like I probably wouldn't Uh click on that." (laughs) No. All right, man. That's fair. I would be drawn to that. I'd be like, "What is this? Why?" I would be bracing myself for one of the worst things I've ever heard personally. Well, I mean, look at Limp Biscuit. Don't Look at you Limp dare Biscuit. diss Limp Biscuit. No, Don't I'm just dare. saying their name. Don't you dare. Is weird, <laughs> but they're massive. So yeah. it's like maybe the next album. Anything that grabs attention, I guess. Exactly. Um, exactly. Because it was also going to be our first one that we were releasing. That was another mm-hmm. reason for changing it. But. Yeah, we, okay. we went back and forth on that one a lot, and I literally mm-hmm. like I remember sitting down. I have a I have like a note on my phone somewhere. Um, I was like laying on my couch at like two in the morning, listening mm-hmm. through every, like listening through the song, and just like visualizing what of the lyrics could be a song title. Mm-hmm. So I wrote down like five different lyrics, and I sent them to Brian. And I was like, "Dude, it, like one of these, we need to use something else." Um, yeah, settled on right through me. I don't think any of them were right through me. I think, I think no, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. I don't right through me. Dude, I, p- I picked like every lyric basically. <laughs> It's like probably, one of those. these are just the lyrics. <laughs> Find something in there. Yeah. All right. Uh, so in the video, yeah, the land flip. Uh, so, which song off of this record took the longest to write, and which one is your own personal favorite? It took the longest to write. Danger. I mean longest to write scary movies know. went through a bunch of changes watching my friends get rich made, went through a bunch of changes but I, no that one went really quick in the beginning i feel like most of them actually went pretty quick because yeah. we like we'd get into like that like you ever see the movie soul soul is in like, like disney's yeah, yeah. But- like, I have not, but I've seen like clips. Okay, well, they talk about getting in like in the, the zone, zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and they put like a spiritual visualization of it. Mm-hmm. But in our case, it, it, yes, we yeah. get into the zone. Yeah, I mean, like every every musician who's ever written original music with other people, or I guess even with yourself, mm-hmm. um, or even alone, you know the feeling when like when you hear something and you know what the like what to do next yep. mm-hmm. and it just starts rolling yep. yeah um like nice sorry great <laughs> we were talking about it um yeah. and, like you you know when you've like found it and you know what the next part's gonna be like everybody knows that feeling mm-hmm. um, and i feel like we hit that a lot uh with this record just like yeah finding the next you know like you write a someone writes a riff and then immediately we're like 
the brain, you know, my, the little hamster in my head starts spinning in the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, personal favorites. Both of our personal favorites have not been released yet. Um, they will be on the album, obviously. I would hope. So they will both drop on the 22nd. Okay. Uh, my personal favorite is the music video, the next music video that's going to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically like the focus track. It's like a single, but it's not really a single because it's with the rest of the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's it's our focus track for the album. Um, and it is called Watching All Your Friends Get Rich. Uh, okay. I think I have changed my mind. Mm-hmm. I think I am going to settle on Right Through Me being my favorite song yep. on the record. Word. So in mm-hmm. that case, you have heard his favorite song. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so where was your headspace at while you guys were writing this album? Oh, uh, that's a big question. I mean, we were... It was, it was during quarantine, mm-hmm. so we didn't know when the next time we were going to tour was. Yeah. Um, that kind of worked out in a way because we were going to be writing during this time anyway, and we probably weren't going to be touring a bunch. I literally remember at like the end of 2019, we were on a tour and we were outside of like an Anytime Fitness because we... We have like a couple of us have memberships, so we'd like bring a guest and go shower for free mm-hmm. uh, at, at the gym after the show yeah. and then yeah. drive to the next city. Um, I remember sitting in the van and I was talking to Brian and I was like, dude, we got to be prepared to like not really tour in 2020 because we got to work on this album and like get this next thing ready to go. Wow. Uh, yeah. And we ended up not touring in 2020, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were kind of prepared for that anyway. Which just, I mean, timing-wise, just worked out. Can you imagine if we had written the album and we were about to start touring on it and then? Ouch. Yeah. We oh, that have... happened to a lot of bands. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, we have we have some friends that, like, put out records in, like, March of 2020. Mm-hmm. And then... Couldn't tour. Couldn't tour. Ouch. Away. Now they're yeah. on another album by now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're getting ready to release their next album. Yeah. Actually, li- uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally, they are. Didn't even get the tour on their previous one. Yeah. so much pain God. Um. <laughs> space was good um having sky there was really nice too um he was just like morale wise he was fantastic um but yeah overall it was good right. that's good that's good i'm happy to hear a was good instead of a god i was spiraling darkest headspace i've been in so long that's why we have this album so it's, i mean we were all change about the new mm-hmm. sound too that, that yeah really i mean like ev- every person in a band that isn't making a full-time living on it like we're all delusional like <laughs> we all think that the next thing like the next shit is going to be the stuff you know to like to put us on the radio we've thought that for 10 years so. i've been i've been saying that about every release since i was like 15 like oh this i'm getting signed with this one 15 mm-hmm. year old daniel says <laughs> uh but this this is like with better off we thought we had something good with slow bloom. This is the one where I'm like, I don't know how musically I can top it. Yeah, I don't know if we, I don't mm. know how we're going to top it. Uh, we're probably just going to have to do something similar but different. Which is mm-hmm. this is what we said when Better Off came out exactly. Too. So mm-hmm. we've we been, say this every time. Uh, but like, I feel like this is this is the album we were like meant to create as music. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, we feel that way next time too. Oh yeah. So too. You guys just keep improving. Maybe this is our peak, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not say that. You guys are. You guys are gonna just keep keep outdoing yourselves. You're gonna do great. 
Uh, so how do you recommend your listeners to check out this record for the first time? Should they put it on a car with friends? Should they blast it with some headphones on? Should they put it on a party? Should they work out? What do you guys recommend? That's a really great question. Thank um, you. Oh, I would, you know, I'm always a fan of like, real artists put music out in a particular way for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I, if, if there's a band that I really like and I want to give it a listen, like I want to, I will always listen to the record front to back the way it was like intended to be listened to. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, for instance, you know, Sleep Token just put out a record and I'm not going to put that shit on shuffle. Like, no. that, that is a, that is a front to back art piece. I don't, I don't feel like we're quite as artistic as that. Uh, but, but we did curate this order for a reason. It's, it's meant, you know, we, we picked it a certain way. Uh, mm-hmm. So I would say, I would always recommend people listen to it front to back all the way through. Give it one listen. If you hate it, that's fine. It's, it's okay. Uh, but After like, that, whatever you want. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it, it's meant to be listened in a particular way. Um, yep. That said, dude, blast that shit with friends. That's fine. Sing, yeah. sing along to the parts, you know. Uh, learn, l- listen to it by yourself three or four times. Memorize some stuff. Then get together with some homies and, uh, mm-hmm. and sing it together. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of upbeat really like good party songs i think and mm-hmm. we hope that everyone uh digs it as much as we do i want danger to be the party song. <laughs> there is no that is a, that's the fight riff it's the party song for the first half true mm-hmm. it's literally about that <laughs> true uh so this question should be super super quick off the top of your head i want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words no more no less both of you have to do it oh been trying to do that for like the last two years dude <laughs> we have to um, do it now heavy poppy new perfect real rockers only let's go <laughs> let's go i like that i like that one a lot it's one of our best ones heavy poppy new that's a good one the reason heavy i say poppy. new is because i don't I, I i'm trying to find bands that sound like this album mm-hmm. and Made something we new. Influences, but yeah, I, I can't really find a lot of bands that sound like this album. Yeah, I feel like when people mm-hmm. hear like, oh yeah, you know, it's it's poppy, but it's also heavy. Like you immediately just go, a oh, day to remember issues. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, yeah. Uh, Easy and it, we are. We, it, this sounds nothing like a day to remember. There's no like, right. there's no checking there's no breakdowns. breakdowns. Um, it gets heavy in very different ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, obvious a little bit of issues influence sky produced it so <laughs> mm-hmm. uh there's that but um yeah heavy poppy new that's a good one right on heavy poppy new. All right. perfect uh so is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this album to invoke in your listeners dread <laughs> <laughs> okay dread uh yeah insecurity no um oh my god no um Ooh. Honestly, having faith in yourself. Oh, that's, I mean, that a lot of the songs are about that. Um, and I guess a lot of the songs might stem from a lack of that. Um, Slow Bloom for one, uh, Eat You Up for one. Um, another night alone with you, watching my friends get rich. Um, right through me and move or lose it, not so much. Um, but, sales a little bit 
I'm like naming up a bunch of songs nobody's heard yet. Just, <laughs> is this gonna come out before? They might have heard it by the time this comes out. I honestly yeah. have no idea. We still need to look. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. Yeah. That's uh. Believing in yourself, having faith in yourself. I don't know. Yeah. That's uh, good. And dread. Yeah. And dread. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Existential dread about the end of uh, the human race. You know. There you go. Of course. You know, day to day things. Uplifting positive. <laughs> Um, believe in yourself but also nothing matters exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh what band or artist influence do you think you can hear the most on this album if any i know you said issues is one is there, are there issues any would probably be the top one for obvious reasons yes um i mean we pulled from well actually so when john was writing uh he was trying to pull from it's not as obvious but he was trying to pull from a lot of like 90s west coast hip-hop in a lot of ways in terms of mm-hmm. support progressions and mm-hmm. also in terms of, it, of his rhythms so something that was really popular was like stabs like um uh, like like keyboard stabs or guitar stabs. Mm-hmm. i mean literally think like the intro to forgot about dre yeah literally right and so that that was a big influence for john specifically when he was writing um and so and i think that it's not super obvious but but once i feel like if anybody hears me say that they might be able to tell after the fact like oh okay i i see it i see it and rhythmically a lot of the songs are similar tempo and and groove and flow as opposed to better off which was much faster and much more Mm -hmm. pop punk um one thing like writing not necessarily like directly musically but just in our attitude and approach to writing the record um i we took a lot of influence from don broco in Mm. the sense that I remember every time I've they put out something new, I just think, dude, these guys don't give a fuck. They will do whatever they want. Yeah. And like and they convince you it's fucking cool. Yeah. They're just yeah. like they're ahead of the they're the trendsetters and mm-hmm. they're not trying to do anything other people have done. They're just doing whatever they want to do. And that gave me like when I when I really listened to technology, uh, their last full length, that gave me a ton of inspiration to be like, you we should be doing what we think is cool mm-hmm. fuck trying to like write something to appease other people or fit in somewhere like we just got to do us uh and so not necessarily musically but just like attitude wise that was a huge inspiration for me mm-hmm. All right. yeah well, a lot mm-hmm. uh, so what was your favorite memory that you made while creating this record I really liked tracking um, for that month that Sky was there. It was just a lot of fun. And pre-pro was a lot of fun, too. We did pre-production at John's house. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Sky was there for about a month. And he, we did, a week of that was pre-production. And I, I remember, like, you know, having dinner afterwards and playing video games together. And it was just really nice. And, um, and recording at Aaron's, our engineer, um, was also a lot of fun. And, and going over there and just and tracking it all I think the after Sky left I also went on like a two-week trip uh, and they got some stuff done while I was gone but then I came back and the second half of the process was less fun because it was like okay now we're doing like the hard work portion of it mm-hmm. yeah um, but that first month that first month was 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 really fun um and yeah, just a lot of generally good memories. We took a lot of Polaroids, um, and we're actually we're including those in a special variant of the vinyl. Um, Stop! It's so cool. 
So everybody gets one unique Polaroid, and there's a hundred. Um, I think it's sold out already. Oh shit! Really? Uh, Come on. It was, at, it was at like seven last week, and uh, we've had at least five people like tweet at us saying that they bought one. So it's un- it might be gone. I it's think probably it's gone. Yeah. yeah. Gone. Which is the first time we've ever like sold out of a thing. Yeah. Or, like, That's record, amazing. Which That's was cool. funny because it was t- dude. We were like, we knew we wanted to do something with these Polaroids, mm-hmm. and I was like, Hey, Daniel, what should we do with these Polaroids? And this was like, mind you, this was three weeks ago four weeks ago <laughs> oh wow daniel what should we do with these polaroids he's like what if we did another vi-? this was after we announced the first batch of vinyl right he did what if we do another vinyl variant and each and we do it only limited to 100 and we send out a polaroid with each vinyl and i was like yeah that's cool let's uh, go with that one yeah i had no idea it would like sell out within two weeks funny we also we picked the colors for the vinyl variant and mm-hmm. then sent it to the like the, the plant for them to send us like a mock-up of it back and they sent us a second version so they sent us like what we asked for but they also said hey this color might be cooler and they sent us that we're like oh that's way fucking cooler let's go with that we wanted yeah like a, a green version it was it wasn't as cool um so they, they were right they were right um i think for me Probably the most fun part of recording was actually, I'd say the same thing having uh, the time that we spent with Sky, uh, mm-hmm. because this was the first time we had ever worked with a producer who wasn't there also recording it. He was mm-hmm. like, Sky played bass and he came to like help us run, do a pre production session and iron out all the songs and like the structures and help brian with some of his vocal melodies and just like improve the songs a little bit mm-hmm. uh, and he was so he was there mostly to like help make the songs better yeah um, like we had said earlier uh insecurity is a huge part of being an artist like mm-hmm. every, most artists are insecure art is subjective it's hard yeah. to know you know like it's hard to know if the art you're doing is going to resonate with people uh, mm-hmm. until it comes out um and sky did i don't think he know i don't know if he knows he did this but like he did an insanely good job at giving us confidence and like getting us to believe in ourselves and like trust in our own vision of what we were doing yeah um, and actually there's a story about how we got to be working with sky in the first place mm-hmm. um we had so before we set up working with him uh we had talked about having him play bass on the record and so he was gonna come in and do that um john and i have known him for a long time it john has a funny story about he uh like 15 years ago he actually like cool guide sky about joining (laughs) his like metal band in college uh and of course now (laughs) playing in fucking 21 pilots (laughs) yeah we like like to take some credit that uh if we if he had joined john's band maybe he wouldn't be on the path right But uh, so we talked to him about playing bass and we were working with uh, our engineer to produce the record. Um, so we had sent him one of our songs and we said, hey, uh, make some changes, you know, let us know about, uh, you know, the song structure, see, you know, if you can help us make it any better. Mm-hmm. And he sent us back uh, a version and it was fucking ruined. <laughs> like the song was just butchered. Hope Aaron never hears this. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think at this point he knows. <laughs> so like we're, he ended up working on the record and actually got paid more than anyone. Yeah. Okay. So, so like he can't be that mad. Yeah. Um, 
but uh we just didn't see eye to eye on what we were doing and like the drums changed completely they were super complicated everything about it changed he's a metal guy he's a metal guy he wanted everything to be more complicated and uh i remember i think we got that version back at like maybe one in the morning and i didn't sleep till like four that day because i was just like up i I literally i remember thinking about it thinking about it i remember coming downstairs to my computer and i pulled up the spotify like top 40 or top 50 like most streamed songs like their hits playlist Mm -hmm. i listened to every single one on that playlist (laughs) to make sure that my concept of like what i wanted to do with the drums is like Mm -hmm. what is in right now Mm -hmm. and like it was was the right decision and i listen to it i was like literally every song is doing what i think i should be doing yeah 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 just just your standard like four on the floor beat um and so i sent notes back to uh back to the band and i was like i don't know if everyone else feels this way but like this shit is trash we need to go back like this this like i'm heated right now yeah uh so all that to say uh we talked to sky shortly afterwards and Mm -hmm. sent him a couple of the demos and he was like i love this i see what you're going for i think i can help produce and make everything better um and so that is how we ended up coming to an agreement with sky to like fly in and help us finish the record and make it better okay wow he agreed with us all right like to say it (laughs) um so picture this you're on tour you're at a gas station for a rest stop what is your snack of choice oh i know Oh, uh, I'm getting a Lenny and Larry's protein cookie. Oh. Chocolate chip protein cookie. That's my usual breakfast on tour. Mm -hmm. Um, Normally, it would be a shitty gas station coffee, but over uh, over the last, like, two years, I've become a top-tier coffee snob, and I didn't mean for this to happen, but it's just what Mm -hmm. happened. Yeah. Um, So I now have a, like, traveling pour-over kit that we're going to bring with us. So I will be getting hot water from the gas station to mm-hmm. make a pour over outside the van. Okay. Wow. Life's Fancy. Short for shitty coffee. Get a point. Um, blue diamond wasabi almonds. Ooh, yeah. Love As that. you should. Yeah, those are great. Those are great. Uh, so on the topic of food, if the band was a dish, what dish would it be? The whole band or like no. each one of us? The whole band. The whole band. Bro, I think if we were the whole, it'd be like, like, uh, a, say like one of those Japanese all-you-can-eat sushi buffets Ooh. where there's all there's like there's the the sushi section, but then there's also like a Chinese section because Americans just think all Asian foods the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's like, oh, this section has French fries and broccoli and pot roast. Yeah. Like there is we are very diverse internally as a band and i think that we'd be uh, an all-you-can-eat buffet with way too many options mm-hmm. yeah. all right and it was like i brian's, wish i could think of something more sustained brian's struggling to find any vegan options <laughs> <laughs> um i promise we only have a few more questions left oh, all good, all good. Mm-hmm. um we're gonna see the band in the next five years hopefully opening some big tours mm-hmm. uh or headlining more tours. Having yep. the band be our all of our main source of income and full time job. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be really nice. That'd be that, good. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the 
I feel like that's the dream for most musicians is to have your art be like your main thing. Mm -hmm. um, I would, in five years, I hope that we will have played in Australia, Europe, um, oh, and Japan. Japan. Let's go to Japan. Japan, Japan yeah. sounds dope. Japan's yeah. good. And Brazil. Yeah, Brazil. Ooh. Brazil, it's good. Uh, so for these last couple of questions, we're actually going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you guys. Your open books. Perfect. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Uh, okay. Uh, important question. Okay. Are we treating this like we're going to get like anything on anything on earth we can get, we'll actually get it. Or we're like, we're getting, you know, if we ask for sushi, we're getting crab, like fucking fish sticks. <laughs> anything on earth, you could get it. So there's this um, fine dining vegan restaurant here in Seattle called Harvest Beat. Mm. The very first time I went there was the best time I ever went there. And I would probably have that meal again. It was, um, I mean, it was a variety of things, but the main dish was was like this crazy Spanakopita that they made that was, um, fuck, I'm having a hard time remembering everything that was in it, but it, there were definitely some like really fancy mushrooms that were mm -hmm. just insanely fragrant. Um, and what else was there? There was like, there was this like, there was a salad that blew my mind too that I just thought was so good. It, it's like a fine dining place, and yeah, it's, it's expensive. It's like if you go there, it's a it's a pre-set meal, and it's based mm -hmm. on what's in season, like the last couple weeks. Oh, and so there's no no food wasted because they only make enough food for the reservations because it's reservation only. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's completely vegan. And um, my girlfriend and I will go there for like special occasions. And mm -hmm. usually it's a little less than 300 bucks. Oh. So it's very pricey. But yeah, uh, yeah. the first time I went there, I had just this absurdly good meal. And that's, I would probably have that again. All right. Mm -hmm. That's good. Uh, I'm going to go with Indian food. Uh, yeah. Specifically, I would, if I had to get one meal left on earth, I'd probably say I'm going, if I'm picking, not choosing like a little bit of 15 different things because like in general, tapas and small plates, that's my shit. I, if I had to pick one thing, I would want a big heaping plate of chicken tikka masala. Mm, mm -hmm. That's how I'm going out because it doesn't matter what that does to my body because I'm going to be dead. <laughs> Fair enough. You better and, fill it up because you're just going to relax your bowels afterwards and give everybody else a show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what are your drinks? You guys didn't give us drinks. Oh, man. Oh, I'm going with a, with a topo on mm. the way out for sure. Right. Um, oh. I would probably say a bottle of a beer that is no longer made. It was a uh, best beer I ever had was the, oh, what was it called? Man, it was from Bottle Logic and it was a collab with Great Notion. It was a, Miller it was Light? like a, huh? Miller Lite? Yeah, that's what it was, Miller Lite. Um, no, it was like this insane barrel-aged stout that was like a liquid brownie, but it also had like maple syrup and blueberries in the flavor oh wow yeah it was it was unbelievable um it's two of my favorite breweries did a collab and mm -hmm. i had it when i was down in the anaheim and i was just like what the <laughs> fuck is this yeah now i'm um, going sparkling water i would probably have that with my meal 
All right. Solid. Uh, so if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? Fiction world? Yes. Probably, uh, probably the Avatar planet. That would be sick. Ooh, so like, yeah. So like have that like wild head brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, dude literally sold out his entire species for that. So like, yeah. Probably pretty sick. Probably <laughs> pretty sick. Mm -hmm. Oh man, I. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I thought I. Yeah, I thought so. I thought probably so. Probably where I would go. I would probably go to Kona High. Perfect. Great answers. I didn't expect the hair thing, but I, I get it. I understand. I think I understand. Yeah. Probably be pretty euphoric if you yeah. <laughs> I mean, sold out his entire species. It probably yeah. has to be. Yeah. All right. Oh, you uh, know what? Actually, backing up to the la to the last meal thing, mm -hmm. um, I would probably also add uh, a like some i'd add like a milkshake that is laced with a drug of some sort because okay. i'm i'm a straight edge square so mm. I, I don't know what that feels like but if i'm going out anyways i might as well fucking give it a shot that's a good exactly point. i was gonna yeah. say is this worth going back to that question but that's that's worth it yeah all right <laughs> uh, so i have the honor of asking the last question every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question what is your favorite color black okay. wear nothing but black all my furniture is black it yep absolutely all right. uh i like light blues Ooh. that is uh mm -hmm. i don't really own any clothing like that but if I, i'm always partial to uh shades of blue mm -hmm. all right as you should uh, be so as gloria said that's all the questions we have today is there anything that you would like to plug Ooh, yeah uh, we got a new album on october 22nd called slow bloom um, we're going to be out on tour October 20th through the 30th, supporting that album. Um, West Coast only, unfortunately. On the West Coast. But we'll be uh, probably doing a full US next year. Uh, yeah. Stream, stream the record. Check it out. Share it with a friend. Uh, hopefully you dig it as much as, uh, as, much as we enjoyed making it. And uh, if you have some hate, send it our way. Oh, please tell us. <laughs> send and all also, the hate. Check out our Patreon. Oh yeah, it's uh, mm -hmm. it's a really really dope community, and everybody who's in it really really likes it and is having a good time, as far as I'm aware. All right, no hate in there. <laughs> yeah, no hate. I have been told that they really like it. All right. Okay, good, good. Uh, well, thank you for now. This guy's been the home team, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast.